Wise leaders always put the good of their own people and their own country first. The future does not belong to globalists. The future belongs to patriots. Hey guys, welcome to episode 12 of Patriots vs. Globalists. And this is going to be a very interesting episode. I know in some of our past few episodes we've talked about this war between the Ukraine and Russia. But I want to go into a deep dive because all you've been hearing from the left, from the right, from everywhere is Putin is... Putin's the new Hitler, Putin is murdering innocent Ukrainians. Ukraine is so tough. Ukraine is so brave. Volodymyr Zelensky is a hero. Um, Stuff like that. And while some of those things may be true, I'm no fan of Putin. I'm also not a big fan of Zelensky. Because there's a lot, in my opinion, there's a lot going on behind the scenes. That hasn't been talked about. There's a lot of reasons, I believe, that Vladimir Putin is is doing this. And I, I want to get to the bottom of it. So, in the last episode, the one before last, because um, episode 11 was about um, Truth Social, which... I'll tell you guys, I know it's had its kinks rolling out. I know there's been some issues. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Millions of people want to use it. These things take time. And when when we get it operational, it'll be absolutely fantastic. I'll be on there. Uh, So many other pundits will be on there. Be a great way to connect. Be a great way for me to promote my show. But anyway... Um, the episode before that, we talked about um, how, the, how the Biden administration's failures and catering to the global warming Marxist hoaxists of the far left of his party has, has made us um, de- dependent on foreign oil rather than our own and allowing the... Uh, Germany's Nord Stream 2 pipeline, which gets oil from Russia, along with being weak on the world stage, has allowed this conflict to happen. But deeply, deeply behind that, there's other stuff going on. There's globalist, deep state type stuff going on. So what we're going to do today, I'm going to tell you all the information I have, and I'm going to tell you what I think is going on with that information, and make your own, you could draw your own conclusions when we're done with that. So after two years, after two long years of putting us through madness and hysteria, acting like COVID was the second coming of the medieval Black Plague, after instituting non-science-based mask mandates, instituting non-science-based distancing mandates, shutting down businesses and costing tens, if not hundreds of thousands of, of individuals their, their livelihoods. 
forcing a vaccine on people that was more harmful than helpful and will have millions upon millions of people suffering if not if they aren't now long-term side effects after vilifying Republican governors such as Ron DeSantis of Florida, who did follow actual science-based research in regards to the COVID virus, as opposed to the left-wing Fauci hegemony of, of garbage. Now it's all gone. It's all gone now. You, you, ever, since the, ever since the news came out about Ukraine, you haven't heard anything. You haven't heard anything at all. All those people who had proven treatments like hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin that would, would have actually helped save lives as opposed to taking a dangerous vaccine. But it went against Big Pharma and, and the corrupt CDC. So countless people have lost their lives because of this. And you know what? To them, to these Democrats, to the, to the left-wing media, it's over. You know, we're not going to talk. We're not going to talk about the the greatest crisis of the past hundred years anymore. Now that Ukraine Ukraine is in there, and actually, if you take a look about it, um, even before this Ukraine stuff was going on, the the even more left wing states, like left wing hell hell states, California, New Jersey, and New York, on February 9th, they ended their mask mandate, and they they ended their they ended their vaccine mandates, and they 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 ended all all of their shit. Why do you think do you think COVID has magically disappeared? Fuck no. Could it be because of the midterms coming up? Likely, but could it because some could it be because something something new is brewing? On Tuesday of this past week, that bombshell came. Um, a bombshell came out, an absolute bombshell. Um, due to a freedom a freedom of in- information request by the public health and medical professionals for transparency, um, the FDA was forced to release Pfizer vaccine clinical tri- trial documents. It was revealed that. Pfizer's COVID vaccine can enter human liver cells and be converted into DNA. Sound, sound safe and effective now? <laughs> also, um, a, a, another recent discovery was is that a sequence of genetic material is similar to the spike protein. Another thing is in a study published on March 2nd, the, synth- the synthetic mRNA, the DNA, the, the spike protein in the vaccines, it does not degrade, qui- it does not degrade quickly. It continues to produ- produce more spike proteins for nearly two weeks. So, you know, we knew this. We knew, we knew that COVID was, was engineered in a lab. We knew, we knew people like Fauci and Gates. We knew they were behind it. But the most dangerous thing is this. And I'm going to read, I'm not going to read all of it, but I'm going to read some of it. So in these Pfizer clinical trial side effects in the documents, um, some of the side effects include acute kidney injury, a brain embolism, cardiac arrest, 
cardiac failure, deep vein thrombosis, fetal distress syndrome, herpes, hepatitis, vein embolisms, myocarditis, which is, which is the big one that was affecting children worldwide, even as the media tried to hide it. Diabetes, artery thrombosis, among 1,246 1, other medical conditions. Now you know why they wanted to keep the data under wraps for 75 years. And this corrupt company, Pfizer, they, people who were injured by these vaccines and who will continue to suffer side effects are prohibited from suing Pfizer. So this, this huge, huge bombshell of confirming what we knew, actually confirming worse than what we knew. In another report, which may be more damning than them all, has come out from the UK Health Security Agency, basically Britain's version of the CDC, has released information and numbers showing that fully vaccinated individuals who have gotten the COVID vaccine now account for nine of every 10 COVID de deaths over the past month, while people who are triple vaxxed, so two shots in the booster, have accounted for four of every five COVID deaths. Deaths are rising dramatically among the population that's fully vaccinated and going way down among the unvaccinated. Now, could this be, now, could this data be pointing to the total degradation of the immune system, the AIDS type condition that many doctors and experts and regular people just like you and me have prophesized would overtake the vac the vaccinated quite possibly but whatever this information shows nobody and i mean nobody would want this information to come out so now we get to ukraine and you know th there's bits and pieces everywhere um that the World Economic Forum, the globalists, that, that they've sunk their teeth into. And there's a lot of things coming out in the media, in the news, that isn't real, that's false information. So let's go over it. Let's go over it. You see media figures posting tweets of supposed brave Ukrainian men and women fighting for their homeland. When, when it's been revealed in tens and fifteens of cases that these are false scenes. These are scenes from movies. These are scenes from TV shows. These, these aren't real things. Another, another notable globalist coincidence is that a WE, a World Economic Forum global young leader who was featured in a Joe Biden campaign video was a crisis actor, pretended to be a, this woman, I don't know her name, but she was a crying journalist in Britain, 
demanding that Boris Johnson go to war. Not to mention Joe Biden himself, one of the most well-known of all these Ukraine Ukraine supposed coincidences. Burisma, the company that Hunter Biden was on the board of, the company where Joe Biden, when talking to Ukrainian officials, said, let's give 10% to the big guy, meaning himself. We also know that Nancy Pelosi's son was on the board of a Ukrainian company as well. We also know that in 2014, then-President Barack Obama, along with his foreign policy team, led by the most corrupt woman, if not the most corrupt person in in the history of the world, Hillary Clinton, overthrew overthrew the sitting, dutifully elected president, Viktor Yanukovych, installing a... And Yanukovych was a, for all intents and purposes, neutral. He was not hostile to Russia. He had his own interests. Um, When Yanukovych was ousted... the regime that Obama, Obama and Clinton helped install was the, Petre- uh, the president prior to Vladimir Zelensky, Petrenko, who was extraordinarily hostile to Russia. And by doing so, not only enabled the U- Ukrainians' foreign policy to be aggressive towards Russia, but also helped train and embolden Ukrainian neo-Nazis who, who threatened Ru- Russia as well. Now, before we, we continue, because believe me, there's more information I'm going to share with you, my friends. Let's review some of the names that we've heard tonight in this episode. Joe and Hunter Biden, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, the World Economic Forum. The Kings of the Swamp. The deep, dark tentacles of globalism. Now, if if those names don't tell you something, I don't know what will. Now, another huge bombshell is this, and I can't 100% verify this. I'd say about 80 to 90%. But anyway, um, a report came out saying that early last week, Vladimir Putin targeted and blew up six United States bioweapon slash research facilities in the Ukraine. Now, if the past two years has taught us anything in regards to Fauci, who in the, pa- in, in the past few weeks after being uh, the, the media's darling and couldn't get out of the spotlight and everywhere, has disappeared over the past few weeks. So that's that's just another thing to think about. But if the past two years have taught us anything, do you really trust bioweapon slash research labs? Should they even exist? You thought COVID was bad? Imagine what's in these labs. So it's another thing to think about as we go down this this globalist web of corruption.
Now, here's an update. Um, This podcast was mostly recorded yesterday, and I fully edited it yesterday. But before the publication date, um, we, we may have discovered some of the diseases that were being researched slash developed in those six bioweapon slash research labs. And believe me, when you hear these diseases, it'll make COVID look like a happy picnic, make it look like a walk in the park. Now, I can't fully verify this. It's from Russian intelligence. So I don't know how accurate that is, but based on a lot of the stuff that we've seen, I have every reason to believe it. And these four diseases are as follows. Tularemia, which is a highly infectious disease caused by consumption of rabbits and other small game animals. Cholera, which was, there was a huge epidemic of it in the early early 20th century in, in the tenements of New York City. It's a highly infectious disease that causes diarrhea and is fatal if it's not treated right away. And it's extremely rare now in the United States with less than a thousand cases per, per year. And the next two, let's just say the next two are truly reprehensible. These two things are possibly the worst of the worst. And that is anthrax and the bubonic plague. I don't need to explain those two because the severity and their dangerousness really speaks for itself. Hey guys, this is just going to be a short follow-up to the episode we released about three days ago called The Truth Behind Russia and Ukraine. And we can now confirm with absolute certainty that the biolabs that we discussed in in the last episode were 1,000% genuine and true. We also know, and this is a massive massive, massive bombshell that Joe Biden's corrupt son, Hunter Biden, who we knew had had ties to corruption in Ukraine, that Hunter Biden's firm by the name of Rosemont Seneca was funding the firms that built these Ukrainian bioresearch slash bioweapons labs. Rosemont Seneca, the, the hunter, the firm that Biden owns, invested in a firm in Ukraine known as Metabiota. And Metabiota was the one who created slash built these labs. Friends, the swamp is so deep. And like I said in that episode, things are only going to keep getting crazier and crazier as more information leaks. Now, believe believe me, more and more pieces of this deep, dark, and twisted puzzle will reveal themselves over the next few days and weeks. But in terms of this video, this is the last piece of that puzzle.
But that, that last piece is a man by the name of Ihor Kolomoisky, who in 1990 founded Ukraine's biggest bank by the name of Private Bank, controls influential media throughout Ukraine, and tried to take over the European Jewish banking lobbies. When, when Kolomoisky's bank was nationalized in 2016, an audit found that he stole 5.5 billions of, of dollars. And he is wanted in Russia for assassinating civilians. Now, the most damning part about this guy, Kolomoisky, is he, he aired a show that starred Volodymyr Zelensky. So you have Kolomoisky, who's this Soros-like Ukrainian figure who owned, or still owns, a TV network called One Plus One TV, which Zelensky's show aired on. And Zelensky has been known, it's been reported that Zelensky is basically in this guy's pocket. So a few years, years after... Starring on the on Kolomoisky's show, which he played fictionally the president of Ukraine, a few years later, with Kolomoisky's fingers and claws and influence embedded in his mind, Zelensky runs for president. This actor Zelensky runs for president, and he wins. Now, I could be crazy. I could be, a cons- I could be a conspiracy theorist. That could be a happy little c- coincidence, but I don't think so. It's definitely, definitely, in my opinion, something bigger. Which leads me to this, and this leads me to the end here. You've seen all these connections between, between the worst of the worst in ter- in terms of globalists, the Obamas, the Bidens, the bankers, Hillary Clinton. Now, I'm not going to try to tell you how to feel about you, Ukraine and Russia. But hopefully, this episode has opened your eyes into, into some of the inner workings behind the scenes. And maybe your perception will change quite a bit. But I leave you with this, my friends. As I always say, more than ever, something big is going down. And more than ever, my friends, don't let the globalists win. Thank you.